On today's episode, I chat with Lucas Passantrilli, who is the education director and engineer for Fidgets. What are Fidgets? Well, they are physical widgets that allow the user to write lines of code in their preferred coding language to collect authentic real-world data from the attached sensor. These small, versatile tools offer a range of sensors from sound, light, distance, temperature, and even servos, and these connect to a variety of machines like PCs, Mac, Raspberry Pi, and whatever else you can think of. Worried about your budget? Well, these cost-effective tools won't break the bank and offer more than one use and purpose in your classroom. Fidgets is looking to support educators by introducing real-world tools in classrooms to help move away from a more toy-based sensor approach, and to do this, Fidgets is giving away education kits for free. That's right, they're giving away free kits to our listeners. Listen to my conversation with Lucas to find out how you can get a free kit courtesy of Fidgets. My name is Brian Willett, and welcome to my creative classroom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to my creative classroom. I'm excited to have on the show today an amazing guest from Fidgets, Lucas Passantrilli. Lucas, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Awesome. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me. So, Lucas, let's tell our listeners a little bit about who you are and what your role is with Fidgets. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, as you mentioned, my name is Lucas Passantrilli. Um, what I do at Fidgets. So, uh, I am the education director at Fidgets, and uh, I'm also an engineer. Um, so, basically, what Fidgets are, just to, if, if people aren't aware, um, we design USB sensors. Um, so, the idea is that you plug a sensor into your computer. Um, so, say you wanted to measure something like, I don't know, how much light is in the room. Um, so, you would basically plug in a light sensor, a Fidgets light sensor. Uh, just right into USB. Um, you would write a few lines of code in your kind of favorite language. So if it's Java, if it's Python, C Sharp, whatever you'd like. Um, and then in a few lines of code, you kind of have this high quality uh, light data coming into your program. Um, and it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a light sensor. It could be, you know, a distance sensor, a motor controller you could be controlling. Um, but the idea is that you're, instead of spending um, hours and hours and hours kind of designing this light sensor and trying to figure out how it works, all you're doing is you're plugging it in you're writing a few lines of code and you have access to that data. Um, so yeah, so at the company, uh, I started by kind of doing developing the sensors. So doing firmware, um, which is the code that actually is running on the devices. Um, and from there, I kind of progressed into this education director role when we started looking at education and kind of realizing how fidgets could be uh, a really good tool for, uh, for educators. So let's dive into, you talk about how fidgets can be an educational tool for teachers. Um, so these USB sensors out of the box, I plug them into my laptop or my device, and I now have a light sensor. So what can teachers do with these sensors? So you mentioned there's a few of them, light sensor, sound sensor, some, some motors and servos. What can I do with these either as a teacher or my students? Uh, yeah, so I guess what we saw when we started looking at education um, was that I guess I should say we're primarily kind of looking at computer science, um, kind of high school computer science grades, maybe nine to 12. Um, and when we went into these classrooms um, and started looking at, at what they were doing, we found that um, these computer science teachers are looking for a way to um, kind of engage their students. That seems to be the common struggle is, you know, they get bored of coding for three or four years on their on their desktops um, and and they're looking for ways to engage them um, so what we saw was that they kind of had two two options um, and 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 one of those options was 
a, there's a lot of toy based products uh, out right now. So it's like you can buy a this toy. It does kind of like X, Y, and Z. And then that's all it does. And it's kind of like a low ceiling, even though they say that they're like a high ceiling, they're, they're really just a low ceiling. Um, so that's kind of one option. And, and the other option we saw with computer science teachers was they were going towards uh, electronics. So they were going down the Arduino route, uh, which is awesome for some classrooms where you really want to learn about that. But if you want to kind of stick in uh, stick to learning about coding it sometimes that can be kind of tough because you're transitioning to a totally different ide um a totally different kind of like lesson plan um so what we found with fidgets was that um you could kind of stay in your world of computer science so just for example say you're doing java with netbeans that's a common uh, programming language and development environment that we see um you could kind of stay in that Java NetBeans environment and then create the engagement by adding fidgets, which is, you know, say you want to do a physical project where they're they're collecting data from the room and maybe logging it to a spreadsheet or doing some kind of analysis on it. Um, you could still, you could do that, uh, but you could kind of stay where you're comfortable teaching. And uh, that that's kind of what we saw, uh, how, how fidgets could fit in. It's almost like the applied learning piece of it, you know, and do and do users have to have a base knowledge of coding? And did you like is the software that you've created or did you create the software to build the code? And you talk about whatever language you choose. So clearly the fidgets can 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 be coded in whatever language. And is it whatever platform I choose to use and then I can just upload it to the fidget? Uh, yeah. So basically, um, I guess what we are doing is we work with the main the idea is that we work with all major programming languages so if you're on a windows pc or if you're on a pc and you're using java uh, you can use it with that if you're on a mac and you're using swift you can use it with that um, so the idea is that it's not necessarily restricting your uh, workflow we really just want to work with you we're not trying to take you from your environment and put you in a new one and that's such a nice feature because oftentimes, you know, if a product comes out and says, oh, use our app and use our platform, um, you know, I may already be using Swift. If, you know, you mentioned Swift or Java or C+. You know, the, if I'm already using these and now I have this additional tool that I can plug in and, and add to it, it's a bonus feature, really, because I'm, I'm, I'm utilizing what I've learned uh, to have an applicable kind of science in, in the computer science world. So do these fidgets... Do they communicate together? Can I can I branch them off, you know, and have multiple sensors running off my laptop, or is it based on how many ports I have? Is, so how do how would that work? Let's say I have a light sensor, sound sensor, you know, how do I connect them together? So the, when we designed fidgets, um, the idea was that uh, they're extremely modular. So you're not kind of buying like a single use thing that can maybe only, you know, you're not buying like a robot that can say measure light and can drive around. The idea is that you have this this huge kind of library of, of sensors and you plug them into your computer in the kind of arrangement that you want. So um, one example would be, say, you want to measure the temperature in a room and then turn on a fan when it gets too hot. So you would you know, plug in a temperature sensor, you would plug in a relay and you could kind of create that in software. Um, so and I guess something I'm not sure if I've mentioned yet is that uh, which is kind of important is that <laughs> these uh, fidgets we started 20 years ago and the idea is that uh, we've been selling to engineers and computer scientists and researchers and basically professionals all over the world. And that's why we've kind of, that's why the product line looks like this is because we've been servicing like this kind of real uh, professional community. Um, and it actually ends up working really well on education because yeah, you're not buying a single use 
thing. You're, you're, you're buying the parts uh, and they're quite cheap. Um, and then you can kind of do what you want because that's, that's what we noticed was that a lot of schools are kind of, they buy this thing that's $1,500 uh, and it does the thing it does, but that's all. So that's kind of a, a cool part about fidgets. Um, and then you mentioned something about how many can you connect um, and basically that's the, you can connect. We've had cu uh, customers that have, uh, hundreds of, of different, uh, you know, we had a, uh, there's a, there's a mall in Thailand that has this really cool, uh, ceiling that basically moves, uh, it looks like leaves on the ceiling and they have hundreds of stepper controllers, stepper motors, uh, that are, that's controlling that. And that's all done with fidgets. So there's some really cool applications. It sounds really cool. It sounds almost like it's don't take it for just the surface. You know, you can put it into uh, so many different things and and utilize it to do applied coding uh, and see the outcome. And, and you you talk about the physicality. So we kind of skipped over that a little bit. And for our listeners who are still listening and saying, what's a fidget and, and how big is this thing? So let's let's describe the the physical fidget itself. Like, are they all the same size? Do they all come in, you know, cut off into this nice little box. What do they look like? And if I'm buying a fidget, what do I get? Uh, that's a great question. So what I have just to, for listeners, what I have in my hand here is I have a light sensor. So basically it's fitting in the palm of my hand. Uh, it's a little black box and we've kind of have, we have a little enclosure around it. And that's what most fidgets look like. There'll be a, uh, an, a kind of like plastic enclosure around the device. Um, there'll be, most of them are single sensors. So like I have a light sensor. So what it will do is give me data about, uh, the amount of light in a room. Uh, we have some sensors that are humidity, some that some that are thermocouples. So, um, say you wanted to measure um, the temperature of a flame or something like an extreme temperature like that, uh, you could use a thermocouple fidget. Um, so most of them are basically around the size of like they would fit in the palm of your hand, um, and they just plug into a computer uh, through USB. Um, they're all the same, and you basically what we've done is we've created for educators. We've created these. Um, we've created kind of like educational kits just to, sh to show how to code against them. Um, uh, and that's, that's kind of the main kit we have is the, um, getting started kit. Um, and we have a whole course on our website that is free and you basically buy the getting started kit. It comes with, um, some buttons, some LEDs, a sensor, and it just introduces you to the whole like fidgets ecosystem, um, with a free kit, uh, sorry, a free online course. Um, and and yeah, that's uh, so. I guess hopefully that answers your question about, <laughs> about what they actually are. I can, I can go more in depth about that, but no, absolutely. You know, they're they're small in size is what we're getting to. They're they don't they're not huge. You know, you're not going to have to cart around. You know, these bins to to be able to carry these sensors. It sounds like they're quite small, and and it's nice to know. You know, they all connect the same way, so it's not like I have to have a one plug for the light sensor and a different one for for this sensor. I'm able to, you know, use this, 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 these, all these sensors can be plugged in the same way. Uh, and you mentioned the educational kit, just for our listeners, somebody who's interested in buying them, you know, what is the cost of, of the educational kit or what is the cost of, of one sensor? Awesome. Yeah. So what we're doing right now is um, the really cool thing about fidgets right now is we're doing a giveaway. Um, so for our introductory kit, normally it is um, $25 Canadian and uh, $18 US. Um, but what we're doing right now is if you are interested in trying fidgets in your classroom, we're actually giving one of those away for free, um, which is which is a pretty cool thing. Um, and that comes with a, a humidity sensor, buttons, LEDs, uh, a Vint hub, which is kind of like the centerpiece. 
So you can you can try it out and see if it'd be good for your classroom. So let's talk about this giveaway. So you're giving away educational kits. Uh, do teachers head over to your website and sign up for free, uh, kind of subscribe to a newsletter? How does that work? And is there a, a maximum that you can give away? I guess I'm trying to hook up my listeners here with some free fidget kits. Uh, so how would that look and what, and what do I have to do in order to get one? Uh, so if you go to our main website, which is fidgets.com uh, slash education, um, and you go to the, there's a tab at the top that says educators. If you go there, you'll find links to, uh, kind of like try it out, get a free kit. Um, and I guess another cool thing is, uh, we're doing a lot of webinars right now. So basically just trying to, uh, especially during the summer, just trying to, um, provide this training and just get, get, you can kind of, I'm going to be running a lot of the sessions. So it's like, you know, sit down with an hour, uh, or for an hour with an engineer from fidgets and just kind of learn a little bit about the tools and how you can use them in your classroom. Um, and so if after you go to the educators tab to get your free kit, go over to the news tab um, and sign up for a webinar and we'll actually also send out some free uh, free sensors and, and things like that. So you can stock up your classroom. That sounds I mean, it sounds like you're just trying to give educators the tools they need in order to be successful in the classroom. So that sounds fantastic. And thank you to to you guys for for really wanting to give that to educators, because really funding is something that is a struggle for a lot of teachers in classrooms to find the money and to be able to purchase things that can help them transform learning and really move into the 21st century uh, with their students. So that's awesome for you guys to be doing that and giving it away. So everyone head over to the website um, and check out, you know, their free kits and then their webinars, which is something that I was going to ask. So what kind of professional learning is offered to educators who are receiving these free kits or purchasing fidgets in their classroom? Are there lesson plans created um, that I can just download or, or what does that look like? Uh, yeah, totally. So um, in terms of like direct uh, professional development, we have, we're doing the webinars now. Um, so you can kind of like, we'll go through each kit and we'll, and we have them recorded as well. So if you miss it, you can go check it out. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll kind of explain how you, this actually looks in a classroom and how you can deploy this and all, all that stuff um, in terms of curriculum and things like that. Um, so we do have the free uh, curriculum for the getting started kit. So this is um, a, like a total lesson plan. It has videos, it has uh, assessment, it has everything like that built in. Um, and that should take students, uh, you know, anywhere from like for a, for a student who's really uh, like a higher end student, they, it might take them only a day, but we we're trying to do about one to three days on that course. And then we have um, kind of extras. So we have like extra projects, extra tutorials, things like that. Um, and it, again, it all ties into the fact that you're not buying uh, like a single use thing. You're buying these sensors that can then be um, kind of transformed into a different project. So, you know, if you have the, the humidity sensor that comes in your introductory kit, after the student works through that introductory kit, they could then kind of transition to a project that we have created um, that uses that in a different way. So it, it's kind of cool because you have a lot of different uh, options for a, a fairly uh, low price. Yeah, I think that's that's actually fantastic. And, and knowing that those are available, uh, you know, oftentimes that's what's missing. If I want to get something and start with it in my class, I'm missing those supports and that information to how to get started. So it's it's nice to know that that's there and, and gives me uh, ease of peace of mind to get started in my classroom. So we, we mentioned, you know, connecting via USB to a computer to run the sensors. Do, do I have to stay connected to my sensor or is there a way, does it have an internal data logger or battery that allows it to, you know, let's say I am doing a light, I want to collect some data on light. Do, does my laptop have to sit on the desk that whole time that I'm collecting that data or can the fidget stay there on its own? Uh, yeah, so what we do is we have, uh, for a lot for a lot of applications, uh, 
whether in education or actually in the in kind of like the real world with these professionals, um, it, it ends up being connected via USB actually ends up being quite reasonable. Um, but what we do have is we have wireless modules. So if you did want to kind of like set up this thing in the corner uh, and have it logging data, then that's totally uh, something that could work. Um, and another thing too is because they're USB devices, um, you can connect them to anything with a, a USB host. So just for example, like a Raspberry Pi, say you had a bunch of Raspberry Pis in your classroom, uh, you could just plug your fidget into the Raspberry Pi. Uh, we have instructions on our website on how to get that going. Um, and basically you could have the Raspberry Pi as your main computer and have the have it doing its thing. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of options for, we have a, we have a lot of different uh, uh, professional, like I guess, let me think of a, a use case where a professional would, would have that. I mean, we have, we have people who, um, so an example of, um, a professional example of that would be, I was in uh, Ontario this year for a, uh, for a conference and I, I visited a customer who had fidgets uh, being run off a Linux computer. So similar to Raspberry Pi, and they had them in a kiosks all over the city uh, running this kind of like lottery game uh, where you put in an ID card and it was like a legitimate, this is a legitimate company who has, um, who has shops all over the all over the city, but they just have them in this uh, kind of like lottery game, and they're they're basically doing uh, different kinds of sensing and controlling. But yeah, it's very common to just have them running kind of off off on their own, not connected to a computer. It's awesome to hear that that feature is available. You know, you you never know in a classroom, especially whether the laptops are available or computers are available, or you have them for a day, and then I need to you know run my 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 experiment or my data collection at a different time. So so knowing that the ability for it to be a standalone that is there is a great feature uh and is there a way for it to connect to to mobile mobile devices or a tablet yeah so what we're kind of what we've seen is so again when we started we were looking at kind of high school computer science um and that environment there's usually like a lab of computers and that's your environment so perfect right uh, and as we've kind of gone out uh, further into this educational world, we found that there's a lot of people uh, kind of in the middle school area who are actually really interested in fidgets and interested in this ability to um, collect data, basically. So say you're a science teacher uh, in middle school and you want to measure the temperature of like boiling water and freezing water and things like that. They do these different kinds of experiments. They're actually extremely interested in fidgets because you can do that stuff and you can do it really cheaply. Um, so what we're working towards is we're kind of working towards this um, Chromebook support, um, things like that, like the iPad, like you're like you're mentioning. What you would do now with fidgets is you would actually write an app on your on your iPhone uh, that would connect to the sensor. So it's kind of like a higher. It's not like the uh, there's a lot of like the, the, again like the toy based ones that you can kind of like do the drag and drop. Uh, we don't have that yet, uh, but we actually are. Can, we are moving towards that 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 Chromebook um, drag and drop environment just because uh, there seems to be a, a large number of teachers who would who are interested in that. And you mentioned, you know, kind of a focus in computer science in the high school, but the more we talk, it sounds like there there are possibilities for it to be in the middle school area. You know, the, those science classes that, you know, look for, and you mentioned it, we said it a hundred times, collection of data, that authentic data that we look for, real life numbers to work with um, is something that really, when we talk six to 12 or those middle school, high school grades have been seeking that tool. And for a very low cost, using fidgets can give you that, you know, can can provide that opportunity to do that, whether it's sound, light, and you mentioned, you know, others that you can use. That's fantastic. So we talk about authentic data that we can collect. Like what, where does that data end up? Like you talked about, is it an Excel sheet? You know, does it go into a Google class? When I'm collecting that data from my light sensor, let's go back to that one. Where does it end up on my PC? 
Yeah, so I guess the cool thing is that you're getting this this high quality data into your software, and then the idea is that you can kind of do whatever you want with it. So if you want to um, like host a website that is displaying this and logging it, um, and you know like showing like you could have a classroom that's showing hey here's our our temperature for the whole year and you can go back and look at the graph of that like basically the idea is that uh if you have a if, if it's up to the student to kind of take it where they want like they have the ability if they want to like again we have the, the guided lesson plans and everything like that so that they can do the assessment and you can you can get all that done but if you do have students who are kind of like hey i want to create something extra uh you can do that like we had a student uh at a, at a local high school who um who is driving we have a like a little rover type kit um that you can that you can purchase um and what he would what he did was he he like in the lesson plan you you learn to drive it and you learn to turn it and you learn to do all these things but what he ended up doing was he he drove it around the school and then because it has wi-fi he was he was basically he created a map of all the different access points and all the different wi-fi like hotspots in the school and where they were like it's really cool because again he just had access to this to this data so he did kind of what he wanted with it um so that's the kind of cool thing about fidgets is you're 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 not necessarily limited by the platform you're you can kind of do what you want and that's a nice thing too and and students are so creative and they're and they have this this genuine want to try to come up with with a solution or or solve a problem to your exact point finding the wi-fi hotspots you know with the rover it, it kind of like allows the students to stay out get outside the box you know and we mentioned a few times the robots that you can buy that have the xyz ability but now i have so much more because it depending on the sensors i get or, or i can get more sensors if there's more i need to do that that adaptability is something that classrooms look for it, it's not that oh i only have for my 1500 dollars i got three sensors you know i'm able to go beyond whatever it is i purchased the first week and maybe i need to purchase more in the next uh, couple of months. Uh, you mentioned that Fidgets has been around for, I think you said over 20 years. Um, what is the origin of the company? It's, it's, it's a fairly new company to me that, I, you know, that I've heard of. So how did this come about? Like, how did the company begin creating these sensors? And then, you know, where was and how was the transition into education? Yeah, totally. Um, so basically uh the company started in basically the late 90s early 2000s uh it started out of the university of calgary um and there was actually a professor there who was doing a research project and the idea was uh he wanted to create these tools that you could program against so in 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 computer science there's these things called software widgets so um some of the listeners may depending on how kind of like how much into computer science they are they may they may understand this but the idea is that when you're creating something on your computer. So say you're creating like a piece of software that has a menu and maybe maybe, maybe it has a slider. So everyone's kind of used like the slider uh, or the drop-down menu uh, when filling in a form. So when you're actually programming that, you're not you're not writing the code to um, for that drop-down menu. You're not like writing the base code. Like there's actually hundreds of lines of hundreds of lines of code to like make that thing work. All you're doing is you're dragging on uh, a drop-down menu you're putting in a few inputs and like you're saying, okay, like I want, like say it's like a, for a, your year of birth, you're putting in the inputs. And then if a user selects that, your software gets notified. So that thing is called a software widget. And we've seen that these all over the place. So a software widget is like a button, a slider, uh, like a, a drop-down menu. There's all these things are software widgets. Um, so again, the, the idea is that there's all this code behind it, but the programmer is just dragging it on and setting a few parameters. So what this professor wanted to do was have the exact same thing, but for, for hardware. So if he wanted to use a light sensor, instead of having to like go to the lab, 
you know, create a light sensor, like do all the resistors, capacitors, all the electrical engineering stuff. Um, why can't I just buy a light sensor, set a few parameters, like maybe how fast I want the data to come in and like things like that, and then just get that into my into my software. Um, so that's kind of where the idea for fidgets came from, uh, which is what the name stands for. Fidgets stands for physical widgets. Uh, so that's the backstory. And that was about 20 years ago. And then what happened since then is we've just been kind of selling to professional engineers, computer scientists, researchers. Again, it's just because there's a lot of people that want to want to do something, but they don't necessarily need to go and spend the hours and hours and hours doing the R&D, creating these sensors, creating the motor controllers. Uh, they just want to kind of do something. So a good example is uh, is like coffee roasting. So if you've ever had artisanal, I don't know if, for, if there's a ton of artisanal coffee places where you're from, Brian, but um, where I'm, you know, in Calgary, there's all these artisanal coffee shops. And um, so the cool thing with coffee is that you want to be able to um, reproduce uh an exact roast so in order to do that you need to know the temperature that you roasted those beans so that's kind of like say like the problem and the solution is you know you need a temperature sensor so but pe these people are roasting coffee they're not they're not engineers and they're not really interested in making an awesome temperature sensor so what they do is they buy a fidget uh and they 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 measure that temperature um so and that's 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 kind of the cool thing about fidgets is that you've probably interacted with them without even really knowing about it. And so if you've ever had artisanal coffee, they've, they've probably been roasted off of a fidget. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the origin. It started as a, as a research project and it transitioned into a, a company and, and, and basically what happened. So that was 20 years ago. Uh, so a few years ago, we started looking at education. Um, I went into a few local high schools uh, just to kind of see what they were doing. Cause we kind of had this idea that, um, you know, fidgets would probably be useful for education. Um, and we had a, a handful of, more than a handful of schools uh, kind of all across the world that were already using. So there's teachers that had identified fidgets and had found out about them and were using them in their classroom. Um, so we kind of started to take a little, a little bit of a deeper look. Um, and when we went into these these high school classes, these high school computer science classes, we kind of realized, oh, this would be a, a, a perfect fit because you have these teachers who are, again, they're looking for this this engagement piece but there's nothing that really works that great for for the high school computer science classes, uh, the high school STEM classes. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of toys. There's a lot of hardcore electronics. So this is kind of a nice in between where it's like, hey, you can you can use fidgets um, to get that engagement, to get that physical data, but you don't have to spend your whole class like building the thing. Um, and I guess another thing that we say too is, or that I like to say is that um, it's not necessarily like you're using fidgets or you're using Arduino. Uh, it's kind of like you're providing your students with a tool, like a professional real world, real world tool that they can take with them. Um, so it's just another, uh, it's, a, it's kind of something that you're giving them that they can use in university and their careers. But I think it sounds awesome. The idea that, you know, you have this physical tool, you know, you mentioned the, the kind of the origin story, which is you want to be able to set the parameters on this physical thing, but I don't want to have to go through all the steps to build the physical thing. So I think that's so awesome, you know, to know it's like, yeah, you here are the, here's the tool, but now you go and, and do your data collection, how you want to do it. You figure out the rest of it. Um, because I think that's such a, a world we live in now, right? Which is I'm changing the settings on my phone to what I want it to be. I'm making my own ringtone, but give me the phone. I don't want to make the phone. I want to just set the parameters that are inside of it so that I have everything of my own, which is sounds exactly like what fidgets is, is here. Here's the physical tool. Here's what you need, the sensor that you want. Now you go in, you figure out what you're trying to collect and what problem you're trying to solve. 
just to your coffee roasting example, I think that sounds fantastic. And to the fact of, you know, you said it, I think best, which is we've probably interacted with fidgets and we don't even know because there are these tools being used to, to collect the data to determine the best product that can be put forward. And it's really all around us. Um, so I think that's super cool. Um, so Lucas, we are at a point in the show now that I like to call the specialist top five. Um, and really what I'm looking for right now is what are your top five ways that you think fidgets can help teachers transform learning in class or at home? Awesome. Yeah. So um, I guess the main thing that we think is kind of important and kind of cool um, is that you can you can move away from this this toy based classroom and you can kind of we like to say like toys uh, or tools, not toys. So you can kind of move away from this toy based classroom and, and give your students um, a real world professional tool that they can uh, use and take with them to le legitimately take with them to their university and to their career. Uh, so I think that's kind of like one of the coolest takeaways is 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 putting a real tool in their hands. Um, I guess another cool thing is uh, that tool uh, is 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 low cost. It actually will make sense for your classroom. Um, so that is something that I think can help help the classroom. Like we're not we're not a lot of companies in the space are strictly like an ed tech company, and that's what they do. Um, whereas we're coming at it from this professional world, and we're we're giving teachers access to these high quality legitimate tools for a really low price. So um, I think that that can really help transform the classroom. You know, you can go from using the like a, like either nothing or or toys to using something that's they that can actually take with them um i think another cool thing is um this this access to like this this thing like showing students what computer science actually is so one thing that i've kind of found is that when i go into these classes um students don't really understand like how applicable these skills are that they're learning learning in computer science so when we show them like we have um, examples and we have videos um, to show students of like, hey, here's how a professional is using fidgets, which is really just computer science. So this is how a, a professional is using computer science in like the real world to accomplish a task. Um, so I think that's pretty important too, is like showing them, hey, it's not just about like sorting arrays and like creating variables and like, you know, just doing this computer, this stuff you got to do to learn computer science. It's also like when you understand how to do that, you can use it in a really like applicable awesome way um so i think that's kind of a, a cool time that we provide um and let's see I, I guess another thing that would help transform the classroom is again like taking away these um these single use like really expensive toy things and, and transitioning towards this nice like a, a more fluid classroom where it's like hey you can if you're interested in X, you can grab those sensors and do it. If you're interested in Y, like grab those sensors and do it. Like it's it's more of a, a specific to the student. You can create this environment that's more specific to a student as opposed to like everyone does the exact same thing all the time. Um, so yeah, I think those are. Those, I'm not sure if I hit five exactly, but um, I, I think some there's 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 something really cool about providing that professional tool and actually showing students what uh, these skills can do um, in the real world. And I think that's something that we may have missed, but I, I, it's a very valid point to hit on, which is fidgets is coming at it from this kind of real world application, you know, in the engineering world where where you've said, you know, companies have been buying our products for years uh, and have been applying them to problems that they have. And now this transition to education, which is, you know, we see the need in the real world. So let's give it to students and teachers 
to find real world applications in school so that you you can see what you know computer scientists do you know this is that, that real world kind of thing and we've talked about this you know you you, you said the toy-based classroom which sometimes is is kind of overplay because when you leave the classroom and go into the professional world will you have this toy-based robotic platform to work from or is it something more professional and traditional like what you're saying the fidgets are you know these sensors and and, and what people are actually using so that's i think a, a huge piece of this puzzle which is not just you know applied learning it's applied learning for the real world and this is what computer scientists and professionals are, are actually using so it, it's absolutely fantastic to hear all of the you know the, the the variety of tools that are available to teachers and we've mentioned it i think you know the flexibility in learning which is today i'm using x tomorrow i think i need y so i need to you know either go purchase it or it came in my kit whatever it might be and i can adapt and grow based on on what my problem is without saying oh i'm stuck inside this box because my robot or whatever only came with xyz so i can't get to w you know i can't move down the alphabet uh, in that kind of world so I think we covered a lot, Lucas, in our conversation today. I mean, you know, we've we've dove into what Fidgets is, where it came from, what it is, and how teachers can use it. But before we take off, you know, I want to give you one more opportunity. You know, is there anything that we may have missed in our conversation that you want to share with the listeners? Um, I guess the main thing to, I, I guess I just want to make sure people can get, can understand that and that we get across uh, is that, you know, if you're interested, if you're in this kind of, we say grades 9 to 12, um, in reality, what we're seeing is that a lot of the middle school kids are actually like leapfrogging the older kids in terms of their computer science like and their, their coding abilities. Um, but anyways, if, if you're looking for something that is um, maybe slightly more challenging um, and like a real world thing, uh, I would definitely go to our website, check out the free kit. We'll send one to you, um, and you can, and you can try it out. And again, there's like a full curriculum, um, so it's really easy to implement. Um, and I think that is a it's a it's an awesome opportunity right now. I'm not sure how long we'll have the offer on for, but it is definitely an awesome opportunity right now. Uh, but other than that, I think we really we covered pretty much everything. Yeah, and it's absolutely fantastic to hear that you guys are offering these free kits to educators. And I truly encourage everyone who's listening today to head over to the Fidgets website, go to that educator tab, and you know apply for the free kit. You never know what what might transform from having this in your classroom and you never know what student will hook onto the fidgets and say, this is really transformative for me and here's what I can do. So Lucas, again, I thank you so much for taking the time out of your day uh, to take to record this episode for the podcast and talk about fidgets. And I truly encourage everyone to follow Fidgets Education on Twitter, social media, and head over to the website to check out those free kits. But not only that, check out all the sensors and everything that they have to offer in the classroom context. And you know, the free kit is helpful. So once again, Lucas, thank you so much for taking the time for chatting with me today. And I hope all our listeners head over to Fidgets to know some more information. Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Lucas as we talked all things Fidgets. Don't forget to head over to their website and claim your free education kit and have it sent your way immediately. You never know, you might introduce fidgets and change the life of one or more of your students as these real-world tools can show a real application to coding and data collection. Don't forget to follow us on social media using at MyCreativePod and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on whatever streaming platform you're listening to us on right now. As always, don't forget, make learning creative.
My name is Brian Willette, and this was my Creative Classroom.